Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today is reach versus frequency. I'm aware that it's reach and frequency, but the versus for today's topic is intentional. After the last episode, I wanted to slowly and steadily tackle some of the key topics within digital marketing while keeping in mind some of the issues that marketers face today. So let's dive right in with some thought starters on this specific topic. Presumably some of you guys are still grappling to understand this topic and what is the issue that I'm actually referring to. So let me take a few minutes to explain what is reach and frequency. What is the reason for choosing this topic? And lastly, what are some of the issues that companies face today? Reach is defined as the number of people who possibly saw your advertisement or communication, while frequency is the number of times that communication would be seen by a certain person on average. These two terms are normally used together and go hand in hand. Reach and frequency is used regularly during digital campaigns because through digital it can be tracked precisely unlike other channels. That being said, this is still an important statistic for other channels too. So if they go hand in hand, then why does my topic for today have a versus and what are some of the key issues that companies face today? Both those questions have the same answer. Any brand in the market today, big or small, wants to reach out to their maximum potential customers. They want all their prospective customers to know about them and buy or use only their product or services. But in the real world, that's never possible. Even companies like Apple, Amazon and Netflix cannot achieve this. So since we can positively say that a 100% market share is close to impossible, what we can tackle for now is the entire reach factor. Reach and frequency is all a spend scheme. The more you spend, the more you can reach with more frequency. The kind of budgets most of the marketing teams have, especially in a country like India, is nowhere close to reaching even one-fourth of their prospective customers and hence frequency or out-of-ordinary creatives are key for your brand to even be visible or noticed. As per a few studies, it is believed that an average modern person across the world is exposed to an average of 5,000 brands a day. Definitely the number seems way too high, but even if we just take 10% of that number, it's still substantially high. Having said that, the number doesn't seem extremely shocking though, with India alone investing approximately 70,000 crore rupees in advertising in 2018. The figure of 70,000 crore rupees or 100 billion USD is up by 12% from the previous year. After taking a moment, let's move back to how hard brands need to try and fight for an individual's mind space. If you're working for a very prominent brand in India with extremely deep pockets, the budget should be in the range of 150 crore rupees. Though that's a lot of money, in the larger universe, it equates to less than 0.25%. So what do we need to do to break the cluster? How do brands prove to be relevant in this highly competitive market? I would like to just ask you guys to take a minute and think of one brand communication you have seen just today. 
the only brand I could think of is Oppo. To be honest, one of the main reasons that I did notice it is because currently I'm looking out for a new mobile phone. Unfortunately, I wasn't targeted with their ads even though I was proactively looking for them. In spite of that, I noticed them possibly because of their sudden spike in media spends across platforms with a large focus on digital, which happens to be my primary source to review products. They don't seem to be focusing too much on RNF and instead going with a more bullish approach. I guess that is something we could expect from a brand that was the title sponsor of the Indian cricket team. To simplify reach and frequency, I would like to put out an example to amplify this problem statement. Imagine you're heading a marketing team or simply working in media planning and you have a budget of 100 Indian rupees. The cost per reach is approximately 1 rupee. Would you use this budget to reach the maximum number of people or would you reach 50 people with a frequency of 2 or 25 people with a frequency of 4? For all the above, the cost is the same. In most of the cases, a lot of people make the mistake here. People tend to go with reaching more with a frequency of 1. That normally happens in two of the following situations. Either they believe that their audience would definitely see their ad and the ad would register or at the other times there is a pressure from the management to reach the maximum number of people. If it was left up to me, I would like to reach 25 people with a frequency of 4 because I understand competition. I'm not referring to my product or service competition. I'm referring to the competition to capture mind space of audiences in the real world which is a much, much larger set. On digital, reach and frequency is very easy to achieve. A lot of programmatic platforms tend to automate this process as well and change the reach and frequency ratio depending on the interactions made. That works too, as long as there is an impact on the people reached. This was adopted on digital and used extensively because of people multitasking as well as faster internet connections. Imagine you open Facebook, even before you realize multiple posts and ads loaned onto your system. You might close the app before even scrolling or scroll down quickly missing a lot of the content. Though this is reported as a reach or an impression, the person does not see your ad and misses your communication completely. And hence, when there is more frequency involved, there is a higher chance of the communication being delivered to your audiences. Programmatic tools are becoming smarter and growing with growing needs. Google being one such platform can now optimize for visible and audible views. Hence views that run on different tabs or videos playing somewhere on the screen but on mute can be avoided to help you reach your TG with the maximum impact. Very obviously this would probably come at a marginal higher cost. But if your aim is to focus on promoting your product and not satisfying your senior management, you should definitely try this. Now, since we have established what reach and frequency is, let's discuss a few ways on how we can get this done in the best possible way. Before we start, it is extremely important to know your TG and understand your audience size. Once you have that in place, it would be important in choosing the type of media or channel. Frequency capping is a science and needs to be backed with data and analysis. Going in with a guesstimation could work initially, but tweaking it during the campaign is definitely key. 
If you remember from my first podcast, I spoke about consolidation in media. So why leave reach and frequency out of this? Hypothetically, if you're looking at several channels, try and combine the reach and frequency of those channels to arrive at a consolidated number of times a prospective customer would see your brand unless you're getting extra points for getting a customer through a certain channel. If you're expecting a more mathematical or automated way for doing this, then unfortunately there isn't, but there are a few workarounds to reach a logical conclusion with the help of data. So let me try and break up the process a little. The need here is to reach your prospective customers with the least amount of media money wasted on reaching people outside your TG. And once you reach the right people, you would need to target them with the right frequency. Now, since the need is established, let's come to the problems. And clearly there are a few here. Firstly, how do we reach our TG with minimum wastage? Secondly, how do we continue to target the same people to increase the frequency per reach? Thirdly, what is the optimum frequency cap? And lastly, the biggest issue, how do we consolidate the reach and frequency between channels? One of the easiest ways would be to go and reach out to a data scientist within your company with all the data you have collected and the problem statements, but most likely you're going to get turned down considering the high demand for them and the low supply. So if you're one of those people like me who would need to get this done on your own, then let's get cracking on the problems. So the first problem is how do we reach out to the right TG? I'm taking into consideration that you're a hundred percent sure that you know your TG and you have backed that with data because after all the hard work, you wouldn't want to get your basics questioned by your management team. If you're not a hundred percent sure, get hold of all your current customer base, do a quick pivot and double check this. Now, once you have that, you can slice and dice that data and understand your TG better. For example, knowing their socioeconomic class needs to be characterized as A is not enough. You would need to break that into education details, interest details, consumption patterns, etc. You need to do this because digital media platforms are not going to understand SEC A. Once you have that broken, you can easily insert those details into your programmatic or business manager platform on digital and you're ready to go. If you've done any mainstream media buying, you would probably be considering that SEC A is enough for me to target my customers. It could be to buy your media, but not enough to have a consolidated media campaign if your focus is on reach and frequency. So hold that thought and let me come back to it when we speak about consolidation of media. Now moving to problem number two, how do we continue to target the same people to increase the frequency per each? This one is a little tricky and you need to know that whatever you do, there's going to be some amount of wastage and hence the aim here is to better the ratio by decreasing the wastage as much as possible. If you're choosing print or television, they are mediums that are going to really hit the ratio in the negative sense. So to get a better sense, don't look at the total reach from these mediums. Instead, understand the data by guesstimating the actual percentage of your TG within it. You can do that through understanding the locations your communications has reached, SEC categorization, and also removing a logically achieved percentage of people that might have missed the ad. 
Now, on the other hand, coming back to digital, you have to reduce your wastage and positively impact the ratio because you can. As a marketer, you need to milk mediums that can reduce wastage and help improve the ratio. Retargeting and geofencing or location targeting are really important here, but I will be covering that as a completely separate topic in my later podcast. Thirdly, what is the optimum frequency cap? This would require the most amount of data understanding and analysis. This is a stage where people make mistakes because most of the time the frequency cap is based on a two minute conversation between the media planner and the digital marketer. If you've done enough campaigns, then you possibly already have that number. And if you are 100% sure, then back that with data so that you can never be questioned. If you don't have that data, then you're leading this strategy by your budget. Then following is what you could possibly do to get a better understanding. Understanding the number of touch points that are needed to convert a prospect into a customer or an inquiry becomes your frequency cap. The interesting thing is that if you don't set a frequency cap, then you'll never know when to stop targeting. Taking reference from a cumulative gains chart that shows the percentage of the overall number of events gained by targeting a percentage of the total number of people. In simpler words, with an example, a frequency of 1 would lead to 10 queries, while a frequency of 3 would lead to 40 queries. A frequency of 5 would lead to 100 queries, a frequency of 8 would lead to 250 queries, and a frequency of 10 would lead to 260 queries. Hence, you can set your frequency cap at 8, because post that, you would be spending more money by the cumulative outcome is not meeting the spends, and 8 would become your tipping point in terms of the response per each. You can Google cumulative gain charts to visually understand this example better. When you're on digital, don't forget to count your earned reach plus your organic reach and frequency through your own channels like your website and your social media channels. When you have a multi-channel approach, it is best to estimate the reach and frequency through the other channels location and TG-wise and minus that from the channels that you can track like digital. This is the best way to optimize your campaign so that your media is not solely divided basis your budget. If you want to add one more step to this to get some more insights, you can add weightage to your channel frequency and borrowing the same logic from Google's SEM and display ads. If you understand how football works, you would know that finally most goals are scored by a forward, but there are 10 other players who would assist to score that goal. Imagine a forward playing by himself or herself, scoring a goal would be extremely difficult and hence judging the conversion of your inquiry or customer just by the last click or the last view is inaccurate. So understand the customer journey and add weightages to the touch points to know better on which channel is playing as your defense midfielder and which one is playing as your wingers. What I've mentioned in the previous two points also cover the final issue of consolidating all channels to understand your frequency. Adding to it, your creative also becomes extremely important between channels. As your channels are providing a higher frequency to your reach, it is important to maintain the same 
or a very similar creative so that people can resonate with it instantly. So this completes my initial take on this topic and I hope this was insightful for you. There's no doubt that the work required to achieve these results is substantially more, but trust me, the results are worth the effort. I look forward to hearing your experiences once you put this to practice. You can share your thoughts, feedback and follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram. One last thing, don't forget to tune in for my next episode. And as always, stay curious. 